Following the events at last week's vigil for Sarah Everard, a number of Facebook users are suggesting some kind of conspiracy is in play. It's been claimed that a woman arrested at the vigil in Clapham is the same woman who was injured during an attack on a London underground train in Parsons Green in 2017. But in fact, these are two different women. The first woman is Patsy Stevenson, who was photographed being restrained by police officers at the vigil. This image was widely shared by several news outlets. The second woman is Victoria Holloway, who was photographed in September 2017 when a bomb partially exploded on a London underground train at Parsons Green. She was one of the 50 or so people injured, and a number of news outlets carried pictures of Miss Holloway in their reports of the attack. We know it's her because she gave evidence in court about what she witnessed. Miss Stevenson and Miss Holloway both have red hair, but they are clearly not the same person. Meanwhile, there's been a lot of talk about the AstraZeneca vaccine being banned in 17 European nations. The situation is still in flux, but at the time of speaking, the jab has not been banned, but it has been temporarily paused. This is because around 30 cases of thromboembolic events, meaning an issue relating to a blood clot blocking a blood vessel, had been reported in the 5 million people who had received the AstraZeneca vaccine in the European economic area. Renowned statistician Professor David Spiegelhalter calculates that, with a group of 5 million, you'd expect to see about 100 people a week develop blood clots, irrespective of any vaccine. This is significantly more than the 30 instances seen over a month following the AstraZeneca vaccine. According to the MHRA, the UK regulator, there's no evidence that the vaccine can cause blood clots, and the World Health Organization insists that it considers that the benefits of the AstraZeneca vaccine outweigh its risks and recommends that vaccinations continue. And finally, the Daily Mail have issued a correction in the print edition of their paper for the use of a misleading chart to give the false impression that weekly deaths were barely any higher than in previous years. The problem is, this correction comes around four months after the article was published, which just isn't good enough. Published in November, the chart did not use the latest available ONS data. It instead used adjusted data calculated by a Twitter user called Statistics Guy John. A small correction with unclear wording a hundred newspapers later does little to undo the damage. We'll continue to work hard to fight for timely and appropriate corrections and to hold the media to account. That's all from us this week. I'll be back with more of our independent, impartial fact checks at the same time next Friday morning. And we'll be returning with Series 3 of the Full Fact Podcast in April.